Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. And as I've always said, who has had 10 or 20, 30 years to wait or waste away or lose or four years to lose or five years to lose? I know I say this a lot, but it's that serious where when we're sick and we're not feeling good, waiting for answers could feel like it's forever and most importantly, waiting for real information to what's causing our problems, to what's causing our agony, you know, real information on what's wrong, and, and that's a big part of it. You know, I run into people all the time, you guys, that they just want to know what's, what's the deal, you know, what's really going on in their body, because when you don't know what's going on in your body, you, you can be lost. You can feel really lost. So when you think about that, that's serious stuff we're talking about. That's really serious. Not knowing what's wrong inside or inside our body makes things a lot harder with healing. It makes things really difficult in healing. It makes things complicated. It makes things a little bit more you know, challenging in many different avenues, emotionally, physically, mentally, um, for both families and for someone's own, you know, being too, but the families around them, their friends. And, you know, what happens is when we get sick and maybe you've experienced this before, maybe you've, you've, you've had this happen before, but you have some friends and you get sick and you know, you'll lose a couple of friends, meaning, meaning they just kind of don't really want to be friends much more because they're kind of tired of, everybody being sick or they're tired of you being sick or they're tired they're, they're having troubles with that they're it's not easy for them and you know friends we thought were our friends are not our friends anymore but then we find new friends we find new friends along the way you know we do find new friends that actually you know see a different you know understanding and under you know see things differently and um and you know, one of the reasons why it's so, so hard on also with having sicknesses and illnesses and having friends and family and, and, you know, because when we don't know what's wrong or what's causing the symptom, and then, you know, I've seen people, they, I've seen people come to me and say, look, my friend doesn't even believe me anymore. Um, I saw something on a television show just recently, too, um, where, you know, this person had rheumatoid arthritis and was running to doctor to doctor but then she was also, um, you know, she was also kind of looking healthy. She looked healthy. She looked fine. And some friends were starting to say, hey, you know, I, I don't even get it anymore. You look fine. Everything looks good. Are you just kind of like, is this kind of a game? And it really hurt the person's feelings with RA, with rheumatoid arthritis. And, you know, to be kind of insulted to that level and look, maybe you've look, maybe you've known somebody, maybe you've done this to someone where someone was years ago and somebody was sick and you know, and that happened and you and you and you, you know, thought somebody was kind of faking it. Faking it. Um so you know, it it's it maybe not. Maybe somebody did it to you. I've seen it happen over the years. I've talked to a lot of people, and a big part of this is the no answers. Just there's no answers. 
and they're really not out there. We get some diagnoses, we get some labels, but the answers really aren't there. And that's what makes it so hard for, for everybody that's sick. And then knowing what connects to what, like what's causing those symptoms, what's causing those problems. And then if you can't see the illness, you really can't see it. If it's not blatantly in front of you, then, you know, people say, well, you look fine. Well, you look good. Maybe you're just, you know, looking for attention. Oh, maybe that's Sally just looking for attention. Maybe that's... um you know, maybe you're just, maybe you're overreacting. You know, I've had people say to people, I got aches and pains too. I got problems too. I got this. You don't see me complaining. You know, there's, there's so much going on out there. But but here's the deal. When you know what's causing your problems, when you learn what's behind your illness and what's connecting the dots and the pieces of the puzzle and you know what they really are and you're not lost on the internet and you're not lost out there looking for things. And when you when you find these answers, it makes a world of a difference. And that's what the medical medium shows about who's got 10 years, who's got 20 years to wait for this, these answers. No, we want to we want to get down to it and we want it. We want those answers now. And it's important for our children. It's important for our grandchildren. It's important for the loved ones that we've lost. <clears throat> you know, it's important for the, you know, forefathers and foremothers of the past. It, it's in, it's important for all of these reasons and so we're on it today's show today's show is about the brain about the brain okay and you know how to keep our brains healthy in a world where we're having brain problems and lots of brain problems how to keep our brains from shrinking how to keep our brains from shrinking how about that one huh yeah our brains shrink and when they shrink, we lose brain cells, we lose brain mass, we lose, you know, our, we lose our brains. And then, how about this one? How to keep our brains from swelling, okay? How to keep our brains from swelling. That's another thing that's a big deal. That's called brain inflammation, all right? That's called brain inflammation. So we got two problems in the world. We're getting inflamed brains causing lots of symptoms, and we're getting brains that are shrinking. So we're going into this heavy. There's no question about it. You guys, check out my Life Changing Foods book. I know I probably sound like a broken record, but I'm not going to let you down. If you're disappointed with this book, I'll be I'll be probably banging my head against a wall if you are because I won't. I won't because <laughs> my mind will be blown that you'd be disappointed. It's It's packed. It's packed. And and when I mean packed, I mean packed. I mean, um, you know what's funny on Facebook? Uh, I saw recently on Facebook someone like, well, wait a minute. What does this book, what does this life-changing foods book have in it that the first medical medium Bible doesn't have in it? You know, how can, the, what is this going to be? Is this a throwaway recipe book? Is this a, a, a cute little add-on book? No, this thing is packed. And it's when I'm talking about over 700 illnesses and and symptoms and diseases. Okay, how to connect the dots? What foods help? Information that doesn't exist anywhere else on wild foods, herbs and spices, on vegetables, on fruits. How to protect yourself from the unforgiving four? The unforgiving 
for that everybody ignores that's destroying our lives, making us sick, that's making us decline. Everybody's ignoring it. The trends and the fads are ignoring it. Uh, You know, all the fads and different trends, they're, you know, they're all the, you know, the hip, you know, books out there, hip information, hip internet information, all ignoring it because they don't know about the unforgiving four. It's in this book. I can't say it enough. Try to try to lot you know try to grab yourself a copy lot I mean get your name on a copy before it even comes out so you don't have to wait forever and it's out of stock and all that stuff like what happened with the medical medium original book and this one I think will be worse in that in that department so anyway listen let's talk about the brain I'm I'm here I'm I'm with you now I just want you to fasten the seatbelts for this this ride and um, because and we're we're hitting a rocket ship on this one where I mean we're in a rocket ship on this one. Um, so, you know, take a deep breath and relax and uh, take another deep breath after that and then relax <laughs> because we're about to take off and you want to be slightly calm before we take off. So brain shrinking, what the heck am I talking about with brain shrinking? Well, what am I talking about? OK, well, brain shrinking is the loss of carbohydrates in the brain. The loss of carbohydrates in the brain. Yes. Yeah, the loss of glycogen in your brain. And we get older, we lose glycogen storage in our brain. What is that? What is glycogen storage? Do you know what glycogen storage is? You probably do. Somebody probably does out there. What is glycogen storage? And glycogen storage is sugar. The loss of sugar. Imagine that. The loss of sugar in our brain. Okay? So why is that important? Like why why should we care? Sugar. Sugar's bad. Sugar's bad for you. Wait a minute. It's all about fat now. No, lots of fat. No, protein. It's all about protein, 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 which is basically lots of fat. Protein. And that's all that we care about nowadays. Well, all that does is fast track us. To, to a brain that shrinks more and to a more unhealthier brain and to brain diseases and Alzheimer's and dementia and everything around brain diseases we know today. So the brain is made out of this dense amount of carbohydrates that have like that have tar- it's a carbohydrate ball of it basically. Because carbohydrates is one of the keys to conducting electricity. It's one of the keys of cooling down the engine. See, our brains get hot. They get hot, and you have to have sugar to cool them down. you got to have carbohydrates to cool down the brain. Now, I'm sure some of you are out there saying, okay, this is, this is bull crap. <laughs> This is bull because he's talking about sugar. Sugar's bad for you. What's he talking about? I'm not talking about corn syrup. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about table sugar. I'm not talking about chocolate cake. I'm not talking about chocolate donuts. I'm not cho- talking about powdered donuts. Here's the deal. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that kind of sugar and you got to know this. So just got to make sure that that gets across. Because I know a few of you are going to be already peed off. <laughs> You're going to be already upset and frustrated. But the brain is made out of sugar 
and there's a little bit of fat in the brain, not a lot. The brain doesn't have a lot of fat at all in it, very little, micro, micro small, micro small, literally. Like we're talking like less than 10%. And the fat that's in the brain is just highly, highly rare, rare oils that the body practically produces and we receive from foods, rare oils. It's not what runs the brain. It's just a fraction of brain health. So right now you're going to hear about omega-3s. You're going to hear about megas, fish oils. Oh, it's for the brain. It's all the brain. Uh, outdated, outdated, outdated. Go to the antique shop. I've been saying that too many times lately. Someone told me the other day, I think my assistant said to me, said, you got to stop throwing the antique thing out at everybody. I can't help it because you're shopping for antiques with the information that's brand new off the press right now and brain health and everything else around it. I don't care what came out two years ago, what came out one year ago, what's coming out next year. If it doesn't say your brain is made out of 90% carbohydrates, that's part of it. We're going to cover some of the rest of it. And then a small percentage, a small percentage of things like squalene and things like omegas, you know, DHA, EPA, but on a small fraction, okay? And that, that very little fat. And then the rest, the rest is minerals, minerals. And of course, there's cells and neurons, and they're there too. You've got your glial cells, you've got your neurons. Those are there too. They're all wrapped in and around lots of stored glycogen that was built up when you were a baby in the womb from your mommy eating anything that had sugar in it. Anything that had sugar in it. When a mom goes carb-free pregnant, the baby, the baby's brain suffers when a mom goes carb-free pregnant. And one of the, the, one of the greatest mistakes in the world is lowering carbs with a pregnancy. Okay, so we got to make sure your carbs are up. It's very important because that initial storage, and you're not hearing, you're not hear this from anywhere. This isn't good. You're not going to hear this stuff from anywhere. This is why we're here at the Medical Medium Show. This is why Spirit's giving us this information so we can protect ourselves and our family and move forward and heal. I don't want anybody in the dark anymore. And, you know, what happens is those critical storage bins of carbohydrates that mommy's eating while pregnant becomes the backbone to brain tissue, becomes reserves, carbohydrate reserves, glycogen storages to make the brain grow and become. And so we start with that and we keep that. It's, it's imperative so our brain is mostly comprised of a sugar and runs on sugar. It runs on sugar. You know what? You know how I pick on medical research and medical science a lot? And, you know, and I don't mean in um, heart transplants and I don't mean in broken legs and I don't mean when you need a great surgeon. Surgeons are, uh, you know, gifted, incredible gifted men and women on the planet. Um, and, and, you know, when we need them, we need them when things happen to us. We need them when we go through all different kinds of crises, like your gallbladder explodes because you weren't taking care of your gallbladder for 30 years. Um, 
you know, that kind of thing. Um, aneurysm in the brain, you know, we need a brain, we need a brain surgeon with ro- ro- you know, with robots, with a robot to go in there and literally remove an aneurysm. And, and I got tremendous respect for doctors and practitioners. I'm talking about medical re- research and science that doesn't understand chronic illness one bit on any level. And what happens here is that um, with medical research and medical science, there was a great discovery. And you know how I'm always picking on research and science, but there was a great discovery that the brain ran on sugar. You focus on just protein and fats and you starve your body of carbohydrates, your brain will shrink and it'll shrink faster. Sure, you may not notice it when you're 30 years old and you're, you're low carb and you're exercising, you're low carb and you're 30 years old, you're not going to notice it. You'll notice it when it hits you when you're 60 for what you did when you were 30. It's that imperative that we have carbohydrates. And before anybody else gets upset at me, hold back your rotten tomatoes and your t- potatoes and the rocks that you want to probably stone me to death with. For for people who just don't like this topic because it's it's controversial, uh, and I'm on your side with that. I get it. Controversial stuff can just you know get anybody upset. But before you you know before you throw a stone, you know you you have to understand that I'm also not talking about bad carbohydrates. I'm not talking about you know wheat. I'm not talking about wheat gluten. I mean, you know, well, glutens are proteins, but I'm not talking about wheat. I'm not talking about bad, bad carbohydrates, okay? I'm not talking about corn. And um, so, so basically the first understanding is what the brain's made out of because if you don't know what you're made out of, then guess what? You're not going to do the right things. And guess what? We're not going to take care of our brain. And guess what? We're totally going to be, you know, messed up from it. Or we're going to cheat ourselves out of something. We're going to lose out. We're going to lose out. I don't want anybody losing out. So um, so we got to get into this a little bit. So electricity runs hot. Our brains run hot. When we go through trouble, when we have problems in our lives, our brains heat up. Anxiety heats up the brain. Stress heats up the brain. You can't be carb-free while under stress. You will dissolve. I've seen people do it. They dissolve. They're like a puddle. They just dissolve and they melt. It, you, carbs are critical for the brain to keep the brain cool and calm. Now, it is true that there are some essential oils that I'm talking about, not essential oils, but essential omegas that are critical for the brain and brain health. You know, like pumpkin seed oil, okay, hemp seed oil, um, you know, that kind of thing. It is important because it does comprise of part of the brain, but but that isn't what runs the whole machine. That's what I'm talking about. So to keep our brains from shrinking as we get older so we don't get all kinds of diseases and brain diseases and memory loss and everything else, we got to make sure we have glycogen storage banks in the brain, keeping that tissue good. So that's the first thing to understand. So what that means is sweet potatoes. It means regular potato. It means, and it, wait, and before you pick on me about potato being a white food, it's not a white food. It's not a white food, you guys. It's not. I know everybody's not saying anything. I'm just saying, I, I, I feel someone's out there saying, he's talking about a white food now. Someone new on <laughs> listening in is saying he's talking about a white food. Now, hang on. Hang on. Okay. The skin of the food determines if it's a white food or not. You got a red skin potato, you got a red food. You got a purple skin potato, you got a purple food. You got a brown skin potato, you got a brown food. You you have a, you know, a gold skin potato, you got a gold food. 
Okay, you cut it open and you got white inside, but that's not processed. That's a whole food loaded with minerals and vitamins, L-lysine to stop viruses and diseases. That's what's in a potato. Okay, you take a cultivated blueberry, which I don't like, by the way. I don't like cultivated blueberries. I mean, they're, they're, they got health to them. They're healthy, but it's the frozen wild blueberry that holds all the power. But just let's move over the, the frozen wild blueberry because when you open up a, flu, a frozen wild blueberry, it's blue inside. <laughs> it's blue, like blue, like real blue, like real blue. You open up a big cultivated round uh, cultivated blueberry in the clamshell. You pick up the fresh blueberries in the clamshell. You open that up. It's white inside. Want to call that a white food? Let's call that a white food if you're going to call a potato a white food. Your, your blueberry that you're probably throwing in your smoothie. Let's call that a white food. It's not a white food. It's a blue food. Even the cultivated blueberry is a blue food. Let's talk about a radish. Let's cut open a radish. It's white inside. It's a red food and purple food, depending if it's a purple radish or red radish. And the potato is the same way. It's not a white food. This is another mistake. I'm clearing up. As we run into these, as we need foods for ourselves, I have to clear up some of these trendy mistakes and misconceptions for you guys. Because there's so many of them. They're like landmines that poison our, our ground. They're like <laughs> like landmines that are there to deck, you know, to literally, you know, basically detonate and knock us off our tracks. And this is part of why people don't heal. Every one of these counts. It's why we're, that's why Spirit and I, when I say we're, Spirit and I are loading these things up in our books. This book coming out, Life-Changing Foods, we need to have the information, the medical meaning book. We need to have it out here. We can't be doing this anymore. We've got to make sure everybody has that. So brain shrinking is when we lose our carbohydrate reserves, our brain squeeze, you know, they squeeze down and they shrink. All right. Brain swelling Brain swelling is mild encephalitis that's not diagnosed from viruses. That's what people with Lyme disease get, people with multiple sclerosis get, people with ALA get, I mean ALS get, people with um, all these different problems. And their brains, they get swelling in different parts of their brain. It's hard to pick up on CAT scans. You can't pick it up on MRIs. And you get brain inflammation. And so that's something that's caused by viruses. Viruses such as, um, you know, HHV6, viruses such as uh, shingles, different varieties of shingles, um, even different varieties of Epstein-Barr can do it. You know, viruses actually in, it cause inflammation in the brain because the nervous system is inflamed from neurotoxins. So neurotoxins. Neurotoxins are produced by viruses. They float around in the bloodstream. They get into the brain, and they give us brain fog, memory loss, all kinds of problems. They give us migraines. They make us susceptible. They give us aches and pains. They hurt our eyes. They give us all kinds of weird stuff in the brain. And those are neurotoxins from viral debris and stuff. And then we have heavy metals, lots of heavy metals in our brains. And we got to get the heavy metals out. We got to get the viral toxins out that are floating around in the body. We got to get that out of the brain. Got to get the heavy metals out. So, I, listen, I, you know, because we, we don't have a, a ton of time today, you just make sure, you know, you do the heavy metal detox that I talk about. Um, check that out. The heavy metal detox, it's in the first medical medium book. And you get the metals out of your brain. And we'll talk about some foods, you know, to kind of help that along as a little later on. Uh, today with this with this um, talk um, so we want to make sure we get those metals out of our brain too so it's a whole nother thing mercury lead cadmium arsenic copper our brains are filled with copper a lot of times 
you know, that's a whole other thing. There's copper everywhere, which reminds me, if you're somebody that is afraid to take zinc because you're going to lose your copper storage, that's another trendy mistake. That's another misconception that's out there. First of all, we're loaded with hard copper. All of us are loaded with hard copper. Okay, it's in our livers. It's in our brains. People with eczema and psoriasis have way more in their liver with copper, but it's in us. And the only way to get it out is to do things to take out heavy metals. Like like in the book, I talk about the barley grass, the wild blueberries, the spirulina, the cilantro, and the dulse. And that helps get it out. But understand that when you take zinc, zinc won't remove the mineral copper that we have, the precious mineral copper that we have in our body that we use. The zinc, a high-quality zinc, only removes, if at best, hard copper, the stuff we're loaded with. And food is, has tons of copper in it, both the mineral itself, the, you know, the trace mineral itself copper, and both the bad copper you know, on different foods. If it's, or if it's conventional produce, bad copper is going to be on it. If it's um, not, tra- not traditional produce, if it's uh, conventional produce, if it's organic, it'll still have the mineral copper in it because it's, it's plentiful in our soils. Zinc doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. It's not even in pumpkin seeds barely anymore. So we need our zinc supplements. It helps us with the brain health. It helps us with everything. It helps, it helps chelate bad metals like the copper out of us, the bad copper. So don't be afraid of taking a little bit of zinc. So you know, just want to clear that up. So our brains, okay, let me tell you something about it. I, I talked about this before in, our, in, a, in, a, um, in another a podcast and in another radio show. I talked about it. And our brains actually, if there are people out there that eat brain, they eat sheep brain, cow brain, goat brain, lamb brain. There's people out there eating brains out there. I don't recommend it. I don't at all. I, I don't like the brain eating thing. I just can't get, I can't wrap my, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around that. All right. No, uh, no pun intended. And, you know, and the bottom line is, is that when people do eat brains in different countries, including here and, you know, like rabbit brain, that's, that's pretty common here. Rabbit brain. That there's a lot of people eating in the U.S. They're eating, you know, they eat the, the brain out of the rabbit. They have the rabbit stewing in a stew, you know, afterwards. You just, you know, kind of crack the head open a little bit, and they take the rabbit brain. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys. It's very common in the U.S. It's, it's a staple in a lot of different communities. Here's the deal. Um, the brain is sweet. It's sweet like a sugar pudding. It's sweet because it's got so much carbohydrate in there. So let's go into the carbohydrate thing. Carbohydrate is a conductor for mineral salts. Conductor for mineral salts. Mineral salts, sodium, chloride, you know, potassium, magnesium, all these different mineral salts. And, um, and, and those sugars in the brain, the glycogen, that's a conductor so that these mineral salts become a, neuro, neuro, a neurotransmitter. Sorry, so they become a neurotransmitter. And that neurotransmitter is a chemical. That sits on a neuron so we can think and function and get stressed out and work hard and play hard and do whatever we got to do. And so just so you know the background a little bit, when you have heavy metals in the brain, they 
interfere with electrical impulses running down a neuron. So you got you have to understand you have this neuron and you got electrical impulse that needs to get to one end to the neuron to the other so we can communicate, so we can talk, so we can function. And as that electrical impulse is driving down that neuron, it needs that neurochemical, that neurotransmitter chemical, potassium, sodium, chloride, uh, magnesium, it needs those to run and be and just to run that electrical impulse across the neuron. And then if you're loaded with heavy metals, mercury, cadmium, lead, if you, you know where mercury for sure, aluminum, they deflect, they get in the way, they, they, they die down the flame of, of the, uh, the neurotransmitter. They die down the flame of the electrical impulse running, to, you know, running, running down the neuron, using the neurotransmitter to do so. And it just it dies out the flame. So we got to get the heavy metals out of there, and heavy metals oxidize into the brain, and they end up bleeding into the brain, meaning that they oxidize and run off like a river, polluting the brain. And so we have to clean out the metals out of the brain. That's number one. Got to clean out the old, the old glutamate, not glutamine, glutamate, the MSG, um, lots of MSG in the brain. We have in many different people, pockets of it in different places. We need to clear that out as well. Aspartame, got to get the aspartame out of the brain. And that's important. And all this is critical. And then we got to make sure our brain is healthy with enough glycogen. So we need the right foods. And I'm going to talk about that. And we need to get rid of the wrong foods to get our brains healthier. See, all this is important. And we're going to cover some supplements too about how, you know, what's good for the brain. So the goal is that under stress, we need a carbohydrate if we're under stress. The carbohydrate and eating when we're under stress stops our adrenaline from dissolving our brains. What happens is adrenaline becomes one of the most toxic substances to us that destroys our brain health. So this shows about brain health, and I'm going to tell you one of the, one of the most toxic substances is our own adrenaline being triggered off by crap happening in our lives. You know, like bad news and, you know, you name it. And the shock of bad news. Why do you think we say, hey, you have to sit down for this? Listen, listen, Mac, I think you're going to have to sit down because I got to tell you something. I got to break, break some news to you because if you're standing up, you're going to have an electrical shock so hard in the brain that you might pass out or you might just fall backwards. So we might have to just have you sit down. I always find it doesn't work to get bad news delivered to you sitting down. I I, I would rather pace <laughs> with bad news coming to me. I'd rather be moving a little bit. Um, but there's a reason why we tell people to sit down. There's an electrical shock. It's magnified when it gets handed to us like this, when we get stress or bad news or we're under the gun. And then our adrenaline floods. If you're not eating enough carbohydrate during that day or every hour and a half or two hours, your adrenaline is just go into the brain and start saturating it and pickling it, pickling it like it was in vinegar. And, and this is what we're up against. It's basically a technique. It's a way we, you know, we, we survive. It's fight or flight. But when we're under fight or flight so much, we have to be cautious and calm it down and make sure we have enough of those good carbohydrates to stop us from fight or flight. 
meaning it stops the damage done by the adrenaline. It shields the adrenaline. And it's also why naturally, you know, you go – look, you know, you take your child to the doctor's office and they got lollipops sitting there after, after, after your child had, you know, um, you know, a look after the doctor looked down your child's throat. And told your your child to say ah, it was kind of a scary experience. So then you know your child, you know it's in, you need a lollipop at the end, or or mom will take the child to to get some ice cream afterwards after a doctor's visit. That happens a lot because those are not good forms of sugar, but it's to kind of take that shock of whatever adrenaline was kind of running from being scared, and so glucose is what we need to protect ourselves in a stressful world that we live in today. But it's not just protecting ourselves, it's protecting our brains. And the 21st century, we're getting some serious brain rot. It is evident, it is rampant, it is out of control. Protein does not keep our brain healthy, and protein does not make our brain stay strong. Um, that's very important to understand. Just so you know, I'm not anti-protein. We need our protein from lots of fruits and vegetables. You know, there's other protein sources. People get it from, you know, high-quality animal products. But the goal is, the goal is, is that we can't do the carb-free thing. We can't go that route. We have to have a lot of fresh fruits in our diet. And I want to go into that now. Antioxidants stops your brain from dying. It's antioxidants. It's the phytochemicals. It's the phytochemical antioxidant family, and especially the one that's not even discovered by science that I talk about in life-changing foods. They keep your brain from dying. That's what antioxidants do. They stop the dying process. The highest forms of antioxidants are in the fruit group. So don't be afraid of eating an apple. An apple is anti-inflammatory for the brain. It's high in antioxidants, but it's anti-inflammatory. And it's not a white food. Just because the skin is, remember the skin is red? You open an apple, it's white inside? That's where the people who pick on potatoes got it all wrong. Okay, then maybe call an apple a white food then. You, you see what I'm saying, you guys? <laughs> Another piece of, you know, you can you can really do your own, you know, your breakdown on some of these trends and some of these fads. You could even just, you know, learn how to break them apart yourself because they're that ridiculous. So anyway, an apple's not a white food. Yes, it's powerful, and that's what we need to be helping. That's a brain food. So the goal is lots of antioxidants for the brain. You do the heavy metal detox for the brain, the spirulina, the cilantro, the barley grass juice powder. And you guys know my favorite. I have it listed on my... um. You know, it's on my website if you want to look. I mean, there's one there, and that'll take you to a place to get it. And so the barley grass juice powder and the dulse, the cilantro, it's that whole team to get the metals out of the brain. And and that team also does have phytochemicals in it that, that, that help with mineral salts, help with neurotransmitters, but that's the team there. And then you want lots of fresh fruit in your diet. I'm not talking about you don't have to eat just, just fruit if you don't want to. That's fine. You just have to have it in there. You can't ha not have your berries. You've got to have your blackberries, your raspberries. When's the last time you had blackberries? I want to know. I want to know the last time you had blackberries. And so, you know, we need these. you got your apples, oranges, calcium from oranges. 
supports the brain, supports the nervous system, supports the brain. So calcium, that's, that's, a, that's another one. That's actually a neurotransmitter chemical, believe it or not. It's not listed as one, but it is. It's in the family, meaning it helps support that. So get that from oranges, the best source of calorie, you know, the best source of, of you know, calcium. And it's also a great caloric food for the brain. Um, so these are some of the things we're talking about, what we can do to protect our brain in every way possible. Let's go into some different stuff. We'll go into some foods. Wild blueberries, most powerful antioxidant there is for the brain, for keeping your brain healthy so it doesn't shrink and it doesn't swell. And celery juice, the mineral salts and celery juice. You guys doing the celery juice? There's people healing all over the world right now. You can see it on the Instagram page. Go check it out. I mean, and, and there's people healing on Facebook doing their celery juice. It is really helping people and and spirit brought that to the world's attention and you know and i'm not talking about one stick of celery in a green juice with other you know greens i do like green juices of all kinds but those are for those are for kind of maintenance celery is a medicine medicine especially for in the world of brain health today in the world of brain problems and what's happening in in with with what's going on with our brains celery has undiscovered mineral salt compositions and and a type of mineral salt that science hasn't even touched upon yet because there no one's even looking there and i talk about it in life-changing foods celery juice is amazing for brain health you can't get away from it it's that good cucumber and cucumber juices they help with ddt heavy metals pesticides radiation in the brain you know cucumbers tend to help calm the brain down and make it kind of an avenue so things can leave the brain easier. So when you're doing your heavy metal detox, you got your cucumber juice and you got or your cucumbers in your salads every day. Now, here's the deal. If there's something you think you got going on and you think you got a problem and you think you got something and you think you got your handle on it and you you know what food to use, you got to use a decent amount of the food. You can't just have a cucumber once a week. If if you think you got something, you know, happening and you want to eat some wild blueberries. You can't just eat them once a month, although it will still help you and will still protect you. But for getting better, you want those wild blueberries every day. You want a celery juice every day. If you're really thinking you got something that you're challenged with, something that's in your way, something that you're having a difficulty with with your health, you want to make sure you got these things going on. Leafy greens. Leafy greens, incredible for the brain. Spinach, lettuces, butter leaf lettuce has a rare omega oil in it that goes to the brain. Remember I told you there's still a percentage. I'm not saying that the omega-3s, and I'm not saying the DHA omega-3s and, and, and fats aren't in the brain. I just told you it's a smaller percentage. It's much smaller it's not as important as the carbohydrate factor, that it's not as important, okay? That means that we do need that omega-3 for the brain, but it's not a deal breaker. People can live long enough without it. You take away the carbohydrate out of the brain, people die pretty fast. It's a deal breaker. You see the difference? That's what I'm trying to say. All right, um, so, and you can search for all the brain books you want out there, 
and you're just gonna be like antiquated, 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 antiquated. You're just gonna you can go through all the ones you want if it doesn't have this information in it. And uh, I'm just saying that so you're not wasting time on every day of your life for getting healthy. Someone said to me the other day, "Well, you've been picking on you know other avenues out there, saying it's you know it's it's antiquated and stuff." I go, "Do you want to waste time? You want to waste another day of your life?" No, you got a you got a health problem. Get on it. Get health, healing. Get working. There's no time for debating. There's no time for you know whatever. We just got to get the right information now because it's that important. It, it matters. It so matters. Artichokes, artichokes, incredible for the liver, which helps the brain because the liver gets clogged up with Epstein Barr toxins. Gets clogged up with heavy metals. It gets clogged up, and when the liver gets clogged up, and we're in trouble. Because it's such as, it just releases it all in the bloodstream everywhere. It releases it all in the bloodstream. And when it does, it gets to the brain and it cause, causes brain fog, memory loss. All those neurotoxins from Epstein-Barr and different viruses and different bugs, it all gets into the brain, causes brain fog, confusion. So you want to get your artichokes. It helps with that, helps with the liver. Parsley, another great one. Parsley helps remove toxins like MSG and other types of toxins and pesticides and, and, you know, the whole bit. It helps remove that. So we like parsley for the brain. It's, what it is is it hitches a ride to the, the Fab Five. You know, it hitches a ride to the spirulina, cilantro, to the barley grass, to the dulse, to, um, you know, the wild blueberries. Parsley kind of, you know, it helps. It helps. Walnuts. Now, try not to get thrown by the whole thing where the walnut's shaped like a brain, so then it's good for your brain. Try not to kind of get thrown by that because there's better things for your brain, and they're not shaped like a brain. The wild blueberry is the most powerful food on the planet for the brain. Is it shaped like a brain? No, it's not shaped like a brain. It's shaped like a wild blueberry. All right, so I, I, I realize that there's information out there that we kind of get, we could get sucked into like, oh yeah, wait a minute. The walnuts looks like a brain. Okay. That's a brain. Uh, the tomato looks like a heart. That's a heart. That doesn't work like that. The most powerful brain food there is in existence right now is the wild blueberry. Hands down. Can't touch it. It's not shaped like a brain. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know, I know I'm being sarcastic, but it's because you got to make sure you know what's best. It's so important right now in our life, in our world today. I can't express it enough. And I like to joke around a little bit too. I know, I know. So, but the wild blueberry, seriously. But walnuts are good for the brain. They really are. They are because they do have that omega-3. That is that one little part, that one little portion that does help the brain and help protect us. Like I said, though, it's not a deal breaker. But I want some walnuts in your diet. Hemp seeds, same reason, is a hemp seed. First of all, hemp seeds are better for your brain than walnut. Are hemp seeds shaped like a brain? I want to know. All right, so, you know, hemp seeds are really good. So that's a great one. Turmeric, that's good for the brain. Helps the body cleanse, helps the body detox, supports the liver, supports the pancreas. A little bit of turmeric is wonderful. Coconut, coconut, coconut water, coconut water, coconut. That's great. You know, coconut meat, young coconut meat, you know, you know, coconut butter. Okay, it, it, it's actually good for the brain. One reason why it's good for the brain is because it's it actually knocks down viral loads. So it knocks down um, Epstein-Barr. 
in the liver, knocks it down a little bit. So coconut should be in the diet one way or another. It knocks down that. And that's why people start feeling a little bit better with brain problems. It's not the coconut going to the brain. It's the coconut knocking down the viral load that's clogging up their bloodstream and getting to the blood-brain barrier and poisoning the person's brain, giving them brain fog and brain confusion. So coconut's really good. Aloe vera, fantastic. It's just a great food all all around for the brain. It cleans up the liver, cleans up the digestive tract, gets a lot of heavy metals out of there, um, gets viral debris out of there. Aloe vera is fantastic. Sea vegetables, amazing sea vegetables. Helps remove everything under the sun out of our bodies. Pesticides, radiation, DDT, heavy metals, you name it. Sea vegetables, dulse, kelp, very important. Okay, so make sure they're in the diet. Make sure you're using them. They support the brain. They protect us and and uh, keep them in there. Bananas. Yep, bananas. Don't throw away your bananas. I heard years ago, and I couldn't believe this, when the banana was becoming a, a hated uh, you know, item in the world. I heard there was some huge conference somewhere, and some of the practitioners on the stage had a they they opened up the entire conference holding a banana and throwing it against the wall as the opening because it was because it had sugar in it yeah let me tell you something about banana it's the only thing on the planet the only thing we have today that kills hiv aids the virus itself the retrovirus when put together in a petri dish with it nothing else has killed HIV retrovirus. I mean, killed, killed it. Just banana by itself. It's one of the most powerful antiviral foods we have. It's got also, it has neurotransmitter chemicals that get us to sleep, to protect our brains. It massages the intestinal tract, kills SIBO, kills strep in the intestinal tract, kills everything out of the intestinal tract, knocks out fungus, just clears out mold. And that's what banana does. But... It was thrown against the wall at a contract at a, at a at a conference. It was thrown against the wall, and it, you know. So I'm just giving you the rundown, and that's how banana, the whole banana movement, anti-banana movement started. I don't know if that was seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, but it it started and just has been blossoming from there. Make sure you get some bananas in there. Okay, we'll talk about. You know, we talked about, let's do a recap really quick. We talked about the brain eating sugar. It runs on sugar, cools down the engine, and it's also made out of carbohydrates, the brain, as I was telling you before. Not bad sugar, good sugar, like some fruits and some sweet potatoes, some butternut squash. And fats are okay, too. So avocado, hemp seeds, walnuts, coconut, you know, and other fats, too. If, you, if you're eating really good, healthy, lean meats and you like that, it's going to be better off than, than bad meats. Stay away from pork because pork fat doesn't help the brain. Um, if you're into, you know, if you're into uh, fish, make sure it's salmon or halibut or haddock. Those are actually decent if you're into fish. Um, if you're into proteins, animal proteins, just minimize them a little bit each day if you have a brain issue. If you have a brain issue or a brain problem, just lower the animal proteins. I'm not telling you have to quit. And, you know, and some people they can if they want. Some people they don't have to. They could just lower them. But just lower them. Make it moderate so you can get room for the things that help your brain. The room for the things that help fix your brain. Very important. Supplements. Melatonin. Incredible brain supplement. And you don't get addicted to it. That's misinformation out there. It's non-addictive and it doesn't hurt the body. 
I'm telling you right now, we should do a whole show on melatonin, spirulina, barley grass, um, vitamin C, curcumin, which is, you know, pulled out from turmeric, curcumin, vitamin C, incredible for the brain, burdock root, go get yourself some burdock root tea or fresh burdock root juice, some fresh burdock root in your juicer if you want with your celery. You can add cucumber. You can do a different kind of juice that's not just celery and add burdock. If you're into different juices, add burdock. Um, magnesium, magnesium glycinate, that's a good one, good for the brain. Magnesium uh, is really helpful. L3 and 8, like from that company, um, Jaro, they got MagMind, or the other company, Life Extension, they have Neuromag. So, L3 and 8, that's actually good for the L glutamine, it's good for the brain too. GABA, G A B A. You could always try that, it's helpful for the brain and um, can calm down anxiety in some people, um, you know. And so that's where we're going. So we talked about oxidation, talked about the heavy metals, we talked about what the brain's made out of. You guys know now, and we're getting rid of toxins out of the brain, we're boosting up neurotransmitters. So this was this was a big ride today. You guys are you guys are literally becoming the experts. You're becoming the experts. I'm just telling you that right now. You guys are going to be teaching me every day. You're going to be teaching me something now. I mean, literally, you guys are becoming the experts, and I'm proud of you. I stand behind you 100%, and I am absolutely proud of you. You could you could unlock the seatbelt right now and you know relax for a little bit, take a deep breath because we're we got through this. Check out the Life Changing Foods book, you know, if you can. You know, lock down a copy if you can. Um, I gave it my all. I gave that thing my all. I mean, you know, late nights, uh, lost sleep, um, you name it, under the sun. <laughs> I made sure it's in there, and it matters. It, it's, it's in there. Not to mention, you guys, there's 50 powerful healing recipes in that book. And that's just that was just the fun part. That's not even the heavy-duty information. So um, make sure you check that out. You know, the other night, you know, I was praying, I was praying to the angels, I was praying to God, and I, and I said that, that, you know, I love everybody for what they're doing and taking care of themselves, and it means everything to me. And I told Spirit, I said, Spirit, I said, listen, you got to be quiet for a second, because I got to, I got to talk to God. And I told Spirit, just, just, just hold, hold your horses, I got to talk to God, I got to talk to the angels, and I just got to thank God, the angels, for all that is happening right now with everybody's hard work and what you're doing. You're all a blessing in my life. And I thank God and I thank the angels for that. And I love you and I stand behind you. You're not a bad person. You didn't make yourself sick. You're a good person. Pat yourself on the back. Have compassion for yourself. I love you. Bless you. I'll see you next time.